Welcome to issue three of the Dad's Got Issues podcast. I'm Charlie, and over uh, here next to me is the other half of this dad-namic duo, Mark. Uh, see what I did there, man? Yeah, <laughs> still pretty cringeworthy. Um, welcome back to our listeners, and welcome to all our newest members of the DGI Multiverse. Uh, if you're tuning in for the first time, thanks. If you're a repeat listener, thank you for continuing uh, this journey with us. If uh, you follow us on social media... You know, this week's going to be a little different uh, than the norm, and moving forward, it's going to be a little different than what we've been putting out. Uh, we realized that our format needed to change to better accommodate you, the listener. Uh, so this issue uh, will be dedicated to what we call our hot-off-the-press segment. Uh, we're going to give you issue-to-issue uh, segments now on different topics, things like that. So if you're somebody who maybe wasn't very interested in our wrestling or into the comics or the, you're here for the TV and entertainment toys, uh, you'll get a, episode, uh, issues um, for each of those uh, dedicated topics. Yeah, and uh, Wednesday we'll release our uh, Between the Ropes segment. Uh, Friday will be the Around the Multiverse segment. Uh, and that covers, you know, a little bit of everything related to pop culture, uh, you know, TV, movies, toys, etc. So. Yep. Um, and uh, our spotlight issue will be dropping in our off week um, next Thursday. So you'll get... Uh, the following Thursday. So this week you'll get Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Following week you'll get a Thursday drop, which actually works out perfectly well. Uh, we haven't announced it yet, so if you're listening today um, and if you're following along on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, uh, you'll find out that our spotlight issue, this uh, coming spotlight issue, sorry, yeah. is uh, going to be on SummerSlam. Uh, uh, August 23rd, Sunday, um, SummerSlam takes live from somewhere yeah we don't know yet could but be the uh, performance center yeah most likely the performance center yeah most likely performance center on such short notice but it sounds like vince is trying to work on changing the venue for that but we figured we'd do a spotlight issue on one of uh wwe's biggest events of the year um but so now that we got all that out of the way let's crank up the machine and <laughs> pull off these piping hot issues from this week who wrote that <laughs> anyway uh yeah so uh, it was something really cool that happened to us uh, after our last uh, last uh, recording. So uh, we got reached out to by uh, a guy named Jason Douglas. Yep. So Jason, uh, you know, he said, hey, you know, I, I have a comic that uh, I'm trying to get out. Uh, and uh, he's also a dad, you know, also a dad, uh, three kids. Uh, yeah. So, you know, he fits, the, he fits the mold for the Dad's Got Issues podcast. He's been following us for a little, uh, I mean, Obviously, we've only been doing this for a couple of weeks now, about a month. But he, he was one of our f- first couple followers on Instagram. So I'm assuming he's either listened to the podcast or at least kept up with all our shenanigans as far as social media goes. So he's he was keen on what we're up to. Yeah, so Jason reached out to us like, hey, you know, would you guys be interested in, in reading and reviewing the comic? We're like, mo- uh, most definitely. You know, we're always looking for something new and, and cool out there. He gave us the synopsis. And based off that, you know, it was one of those things where – yeah, this this sounds like something you know that uh, is right up our alley. So. Yeah, and like we said before, if you're if you're somebody that's trying to get an independent comic out, or if you're somebody that works for one of the bigger guys, and you know maybe your your books selling well, but you'd be interested in you know having somebody review it so you can at least you know get you know hey reviewed by X Y and Z kind of thing down. We we have absolutely no problem with taking the time out to to read and review, but honest, but understand that you know. Like any other dad, we're very honest on our opinion of the things that we read. So if there's some things that we liked, we're going to 
we're going to highlight the good. We're not, we're not negative Nancy's over here. There's no reason to completely trash everything that you don't, you know, you don't like. There's positives on both ends. Right. But um, if it's something that we, we enjoyed, we'll, we'll let you know. Like I said, is, is it worth the buy? Or, you know, should you go spend your money on it? Or is it something that, you know, maybe you can you wait if, see if it ends up on a discount rack or something along those lines. So, like, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of sci-fi related yeah. things, right? So, like, uh, you know, like Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone is one of those things where I've probably watched the series a dozen times over. Uh, you, the, the original, not the, not the yeah. new one. Um, so I like sci-fi, and based off of this comic, you know, it, it fits into that kind of mold. Uh, and I think you and I kind of briefly talked about, like, maybe even like a, a Fight Club-esque yes. uh, a mo uh, mood. Um, so the synopsis given to us by Jason... Uh, Landon is, an ex is uh, experiencing a quarter-life crisis. The decision he made in his early 20s to abandon his dreams of, mu of music have resulted in a life mired in stagnation, depression, self-doubt, and a loveless marriage. When the voices start and the visions appear, Landon fears for his sanity, but is never nevertheless tempted and awoken to a unique possibility. A parallel version of himself is offering a chance to change it all. His fate was sealed, and now his destiny awaits. What price would you be willing to pay for a second chance? Uh, from newcomer Jason Douglas and Adam Ferris, uh, known for the good fight, comes the, this deep and dark sci-fi exploration of despair, mental health, parallel worlds, and the cost of following and not following your dreams. Um, it's a pretty solid synopsis. It's a one-shot graphic novel, so it's a, it's a little bit longer of a book. I think it comes out to like 60-something total pages of panels. Right. Um, but like I said, it wasn't a hard read. Um, I got through it in, in one sitting. I went back and, you know, reread it again um, just to kind of be up on what we wanted to talk about today. Um, but like I said, I'm, I'm a huge, I'm, we're, we're both comic guys, but I, obviously I, you know, I'm pretty devout to what I, what I do. I'm a huge reader. I'm not somebody that just buys for face value and then hopes that, you know, this isn't a collection for me. It's actually, you know, something I enjoy week in, week out reading. Um, so for me, like you said, I'm not a big, you're a bigger sci-fi guy than I am. Um, but as I was reading the book, I was getting more vibes of like anthology ability. Like, yeah, we, we focused on landing this go around, but the story possibilities that open up in this are endless. And, you know, obviously with Netflix being as big and HBO Max and Peacock and this and that and the third and everybody and their mother getting their own streaming services, they're always going to be looking for original content. And if you can push out stories that although you, maybe this is, you know, Jason's, this is Jason's baby, obviously, you know, he cares, you know, Landon's the, the conceptual, you know, child that he's caring for. But that doesn't go to say that he can't come up with another person down the line or, you know, he can't sell this concept of like, hey, this gives you this, this anthology. You know, I know Black Mirror is extremely popular on Netflix. True Detective was huge on HBO. So there's a lot of television shows that I think this idea of exploring parallel universes where maybe your life's better or, you know, what, what about the, the flip side? If in this situation Landon has a alter ego or a parallel self that's doing better there's got to be parallel selves that aren't doing better right and that you know maybe want to come over and cause harm to the person having a good 
right. you know, a good life. Um, it opens up a, a ton of doors, a ton of possibilities. Well, yeah, and that's and that's something you know, like with with sci-fi and parallel universes and, and things like that. Like, I for me, like I I love that kind of stuff. Um, I'm always in that. Well, what if you know, like, not that I live my life in, in what ifs, but I enjoy the storytelling behind those what ifs, right? Uh, even even if you go and you look at other stuff like uh history channel right uh had a uh, life after people oh i think right or, or man in the high castle right. on amazon prime um shit what was the one i just watched it's hbo uh plot against america right. uh, any any rev- it's it it sounds crazy any revisionist history where america doesn't win or america things change for america like red dawn right like I love those things because that's the ultimate under, underdog story is when America is no longer the top dog. And, like, you know, we're not political whether you believe that or not. You know, obviously we live in a country where I can sit in my basement and publish a podcast with, uh, you know, a good friend of mine. There's other countries in the world you can't do that. Yeah. So until that day that rights take it away from me, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to wave the red, white, and blue and be proud of it. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, I also think that, you know, I love those type of stories because a lot of people don't realize what the world or what um, at least your life modernly could be if those things didn't happen. Right. Man, in, man in the High Castle is dry at times, but man, is that show good. And one, I heard, one little tweak, man, that's all it takes to, to the timeline. One little tweak and you can change everything. And we'll kind of talk about that uh, when we get into uh, Umbrella Academy. Yes. Right? Uh, yeah. That's, I mean – one little tweak yeah and everything goes off the rails so yeah um but let's go let's let's get back into parallel so uh what were your thoughts what did you think man um so like i said pre-read uh i'm not a huge sci-fi guy but uh i pretty much give everything a shot i mean another undiscovered country uh, number seven came out this week um i'm reading the collected issues to get caught up to seven but that's another kind of revisionist's tell or take on america um, but as far as, you know, the synopsis that was given to us by Jason, um, and you know, I'm, I, I like rock and roll. I'm a big rock and roll guy. I like, you know, um, a good parallel universe story, obviously, you know, you get flashpoint, you get all these other big name companies doing the same kind of same concept. Um, post read though, um, I really enjoyed the story. I really did. Um, I, I, I like stories that high, you know, we, we talked about in the spotlight issue with Joker. Um, the reason why I liked Joaquin Phoenix and I liked the Joker um, was because it, it, it was America. It was, it was modern society looking at its, itself in a mirror and realizing that we, we do push away our problems. We do ignore the elephant in the room a lot. And mental health is a major issue in this, in this world today. Um, and obviously, you know, parallel really harkens back to that of, is this true? Is this real? Am I seeing things? Am I hearing things? And am, am, am I suicidal? Or like, what's what's the situation? You know, he's saying that he was pushed, and people are like, well, there was nobody there. There was right. nobody there to push you. You know, you're you're imagining things. Um, I enjoyed the cliffhanger at the end, where you know, I I, I mean, I, I don't want to spoil it, but you know, spoiler, you know, he he does something at the end. And you're like, damn, you know, I, I, I guess that was the only way to get to that other side or get to that parallel por- point. But then it, obviously, he's still alive at the end. Right. Um, yeah. Which is cool. Um, as far as, you know, art goes, um, 
I have in my notes I have a, that I wasn't I mean I'm going to be honest I wasn't a huge fan of the art I'm very particular I've obviously been reading you know the big name companies even independently you know image IDW things like that where you know they, they, they still get name brand artists um, that like you know I you know Charlie I mean you, you said it best he he still draws 10 times better than I could ever draw conceptually he took story to paper um my only thing is is i feel like with a bigger name artist or somebody that's a you know that is more mainstream appeal i think this story goes to another level i think the book goes to another level um but i i do think that there were there were panels in there that you're like god like that's really good Right. And then some of the other panels, they just didn't match that quality. Right. Well, and that's kind of what I have in my notes is like yeah, consistency, right? And, and and because, yeah, I mean, hey, you know, no, no, uh, no knock on Adam, right? Like, yeah, he he's a gro- he's a good artist. Yeah. yeah, you know, like there's definitely stuff there. It's just it wasn't consistent throughout the book, right? Some yeah. of, some of the stuff you're looking at and you're like, this is really good, and then other stuff you're like. I mean, this is this is still better than anything I can do. Yes. But when you're looking at a comic book, like you're looking at the whole product, right? Yeah. And and that's where it gets into that's I guess the biggest critique I think that you and I both had is the art. The book, right? And 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 you know, I, I found myself at times, especially through the second read, admiring the story more than I was admiring the art. And you know, when I go back to second or third read a book. I usually already know the story at that point. So I'm looking for the nuances of in, in, in the panels. I'm looking for <clears throat> things that maybe as I'm reading the, the word blocks, I missed that add it to the story. And like I said, there's some panels, some, some, some splash pages, some things that actually really work well. And then there's some that you're like, uh, I don't, you know, it, it, the quality just didn't stay consistent throughout. Um, I think it's a product to be still be proud of. Yeah. I don't think it's not garbage. Trust me, I've seen way worse books <laughs> right. drawn. I mean, there's some there's some artists that are top dollar guys for DC or like I said, any of the other bigger independent companies that I would much prefer this art style to than theirs. But like I said, for me, reading the book, I think you would be. It's a very, it's almost like a, it's, it was almost like reading a, a storyboard. Like, you know, before you go into like a film, like you're going you're gonna to do, you know, do a TV series or whatever. Like it's just a quick. A, a detailed storyboard, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, it wasn't just rough sketches. These yeah. were like, you know, it, I guess, yeah, that's, I, that's a good way to look at and it. And like I said, I think with Parallel, I think there's a tremendous opportunity for spinoff. I think as far as getting you more characters or getting people, like I said, that are dealing with the bad side of their their parallel coming over and affecting their lives negatively or vice versa or it, it's endless and like i said you know with with the popularity of you know these small time authors and books getting picked up to be massive tv series or even you know you know one shot movies or whatever it is it's becoming a reality and i think parallel i think parallel has a very good opportunity to to land on like a Netflix or a Hulu or Amazon Prime or something along those lines, 
just because they can they can be like okay well we we'll, we'll throw you the you know throw you the bone we're going to take your landing story and we're going to run with it but then season two we want you to come up with a female lead yeah. or we want you to come up with uh you know some some other version you know of this story um and i think that i think that's what it, it, one of its strengths is that it has the ability to continue the series on where it's not just one character you have to you know be married to the entire yeah. time well, I mean, like, I liked it overall, right? Like, uh, uh, as a book, like, if if you were to say, hey, dude, I read Parallel, um, and I think you should pick it up, uh, I would pick it up, uh, just based off of just your recommendation. But, um, you know, if anybody said it's a Fight Club-esque type uh, story, yeah. you've, you've got me. You've got me hooked, because Fight Club is in my top three all-time favorite movies, yeah. right? Uh, so uh, when the story is based kind of around that uh or, or at least that that genre so to speak yeah uh you, you've got me hooked um as i was going through reading it it, it was good and uh, you know I, I i was i was following along um there were parts that kind of drug on and and that's i i don't know if that was good bad or indifferent right? i think any 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 book over 50 pages is it's gonna have those moments though but for the most part, your story kept rolling. Um, the dialogue dialogue was pretty decent for, for the most part, but there were parts that, that were basic, right? And I would say I, I, more like uh, the the dialogue between him and well, um, between Landon and his wife. Yeah, that was very bland vanilla it was yeah. it wasn't anything where you're like oh she's a strong independent woman yeah uh, who's career focused and thinks that her husband sucks at life yeah um and you you can literally think of whatever she was saying right now anybody listening to this think of what that person sounds like in your head and that's the dialogue that yeah. you're getting and and i think my biggest gripe with their relationship was you know being in the profession that i'm in you know, normal everyday people would be like, man, nobody would take that type of verbal abuse day in and day out and just accept it and be like, okay, well, this is my life now. But there, there are people that do. So, but like reading it, it's just like, it was, it was almost like we, we, I read the same panels like five or six times, like the same, the same dialogue between the two of them, you know, like obviously you don't want to, take your book out of like the the public market by making it to you know dc dark label so to speak right. but you know you, you could have dove into you know the sexuality between you know the the the, the sexual relationship between them is you know you could have done you know we could have i mean in those digs i mean those digs sting i mean you know oh, yeah. as you know as dads is the last thing you want to hear is that you're not you're not performing right. up to par but like the thing is is my point that i'm getting at is is a lot of it was just like you know, well, professionally you're 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 you suck, you suck, you suck, you suck, and then you're like, okay. And he does talk a little bit about their intimacy, their relationship when he's you know they're doing their joint therapy stuff, and like that's cool. But like I said, I think if you wanted to really hammer home, and then obviously we went and we fall into the you know she's you know having an, having an affair, and you know he kind of doesn't know it until it's too late, and like I don't mind that. I mean, it's yeah. kind of. It's it's kind of I don't want it's not really cliche but like we know like when somebody's not happy you know unfortunately in modern times they they it's easier to to just ignore that problem instead of addressing it getting rid of it and then moving on right. well and, and that's and so like 
you know, um, you know, I've, I've kind of already aired out all of the things that you know I was like, eh, it could have been better. Um, what I loved about this story was taking that concept right uh, of addressing that th- there isn't a perfect person, right? There isn't a perfect yeah. world that um, no matter how great things are, you know, for one person, right? Because if you're looking at it from from an outsider's point of view, right, uh, uh, their relationship probably looks fine. They're, you know, uh, she's super successful and, and he's being able to um, kind of ride along with, yeah. with that success. Um, so the outsider looking in is probably like, oh, the, everything is fine there, but you know, you close the door and it's not so fine. And, and I think that's what I liked about this story too, was um, being able to have a character uh, and um, see that inner struggle and, yeah. and, and, it, and it giving you a different, I guess a different take, right? Like cause Fight Club, you have Tyler Durden, yeah. um, who's the alter ego. Whereas with this, uh, it's, it's a parallel universe crossing yeah. into yeah. and going, hey man, look, I know it's not all uh, it's not all gravy over here, but in my timeline, it is. It is, and he gets to see glimpses of that, and he and there's this want to bring him over. Yeah, and like I said, I think like I said, there's there's endless possibilities. Uh, for me personally, if you have the ability to go and hit your hit your shop up and get a copy of this, um, I know there's a couple variant covers out. Um, according to Jason. Uh, if I'm reading correctly, I think if your shop doesn't have it, they just uh, basically go in the previews or uh, or go through their, their distributor and they figure out um, how you know how how they, how they can get it and they can order it. Basically, I guess it, it's being you know made to order from what I'm putting what I'm getting from what we were told by Jason. Um, it's uh, like I said. I think it's a buy. Uh, it's a one shot. It's one of those type of books that like you have and you read. You put in your collection. And maybe in fifteen, twenty years, when you know it's a Netflix original series, you have the original book. You know, and you can say, "Hey, I was, I was ahead of the curve on this." Um, we well, if you were if if you were to grade it, like like cause I, I'm thinking like if I was grading this book, like what would I give it? Right. So like uh, if it was based off story, A minus. I yeah. think I think that that's fair. I, uh, Art would get a C, and then uh, Justin, if you're listening, uh, Justin uh, did the lettering for for the book. Yeah. Uh, you get an A, man. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> it, look, there if if there's anything that could be more distracting when you're reading a book, it's, if the lettering is like yeah. all over the place or it's not consistent. Or, yeah, I mean DC DC DC. I mean some of the biggest issues I have with their comics and how they they do things modernly, it's like the. The, the placement and the layout and things like that for certain panels. And you're like, I have no fucking clue which way I'm reading. Right. Like, you know, I read left to right, right. You know, and sometimes DC goes left to right one page or left to right a full, you know, two page. It, it we then, didn't have that issue. Right. And you're like, Oh wait, wait, who was talking first? And yeah. yeah. So yeah, with this book, you didn't have that issue. It was easy to follow along, but like as a whole, if I were grading this and which is completely subjective, there's no rubric to measure yeah. this up against. I'd, I'd give it a B minus. Yeah. I mean, obviously I, I, uh, I don't, I don't know if you follow Dave Portnoy from Barstool, you know, he goes around as a pizza reviews, right? I mean, he's the pizza review. Guy. I mean, obviously he's a billionaire, but he's also a pizza review guy. <laughs> uh, talk about a talk about a, a cush yeah. cush lifestyle. Nice gig, man. Um, but he, uh, you know, he doesn't just give out nines or t- he, he's never given a ten. He's been doing pizza reviews for 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 fucking 
four or five years now, um, all over the country. He doesn't give tens. I, th- I think he's given a couple nines here and there, but like it's rare company. And like he says, he's like, it's not disrespectful for me to give you your pizza 7.6. Like that's a score you can hang your hat on. And people are proud of it. Like, you know, we went during uh, WrestleMania when we were in New York two years ago, um, or a year ago, sorry. Um, when we were in New York, there's a little shop that we went to every night to get pizza just a couple blocks from where we were staying, and they had a little plaque, and they had like a 7.3. They were fucking ecstatic about that. But that, in all reality, when you go on the app and you look at his scores, like if you're in that 7, like 2 to like obviously over a 9, like you're in solid company, and there's not many, but there's a ton below that. And he, trust me, he's, you know, he, he gave Jack's, you know, Jack's a zero, like when he did the frozen pizza reviews, right. you know, you know, and pissed off at those guys because you know, like he said, they they didn't want to send him a pizza. Obviously, his publicist reached out to people that you know businesses during the pandemic trying, trying so he could give them basically free air. And people don't realize like he has millions of people to watch these reviews every day. Um, but I digress on that. Um, <laughs> but like I said, I I think a B minus is a solid. You know, if I, if I had to give it like a, a one to one to ten, I, I mean, I give it I give it a solid like seven point nine. So like you said, you know, high C, low B. I mean, it's not. Like I said, the, the art is what I think, for me personally, keeps it out of that eight to like eight five range. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I like books that give you the ability to continue the story. You know, like that's why I don't like short run arcs. I don't like one or two issue splash series. You know, I like books that you know. I like those six issue mini series or twelve issue maxi series where you're you're getting like a solid run. When you get into like the one or two issue one shots, I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Well, right, about because that. your your story is rushed. Right? You yeah, need, you need time to like flesh everything out and to and to have an interest in in characters. So. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, hey, uh, guys, uh, to parallel, you know, I, I, I salute you. You, you, yeah. you, you put out a good book. Uh-oh. Yeah. There's things, you know, there's things in life as a, as, you know, as I get older that I'm intently you know interested in doing obviously you know we 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 run uh, a collector's group of over a thousand members and a big thing for me was you know all right well i want to get member i want to get i want to build a community of collectors within my area where people can not only buy sell and trade but also that they can get together and be friends like once you get past a certain age like you're the only place you can really meet people is like at the bar right well i can tell you this me and charlie we don't go out and drink like we have a wife kids like we have things that we have to worry about and don't get me wrong you still separate go out. wives separate yeah wives. separate wives <laughs> you know uh you, you can go out and do whatever you got to do but like i said i think between me and charlie i think you know this was this is the the way you know we go about meeting people you know and obviously me and charlie met through the group and you know we're we're good friends and my thing but my, my point being is, is that was something I wanted to do we did it I did it with the help of Charlie and great people and great membership and things like that uh, but then I also wanted to do a toy show right was able to do a toy show that was something I was you know I'm tremendously proud of I mean, we only had like eight or nine people or, eight, or I think we ended up having like six or seven show, stores show up but we had like 400 people show up that day yeah um, obviously we had a meet which had about 150 people show up but all in all, it was it was a pretty successful little show. It was a little fundraiser for the high school that I coach at, which is another thing, you know, like I said, you know, being, you know, getting older, things I want to do. Obviously, wanna, I wanted to coach football, you know, or coach anything, lacrosse, you know, things I'm passionate about. And I've been lucky enough to be doing that for five years. And then obviously, you know, 
I've always been interested in media and producing and doing the things that we're doing now with the podcast. The only thing left for me would probably be to write a comic book. Yeah. And I think, you know, I kudos to people that have the ability to write a book, put it on, you know, put it in from, from pen to paper, from paper to visual, visualization. Like you said, you know, regardless of if you, if you like the art or don't like the art, it takes a tremendous amount of talent to do what these guys did. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, I don't want our, our critiques to come off as like, Oh, it was terrible. Like it, it wasn't terrible. <laughs> like it wasn't the worst thing that you've ever dealt with. It wasn't even, it wasn't even bad. No, it was just different. It, uh, it was, it was, it was significantly better than Scott Snyder's Batman <laughs> when Jim Gordon was Batman. Fair enough. Uh, that I think that that sums it up for me. That's a that's a that's a compliment in and of itself. Um, um so. Overall, guys, uh, you know, awesome work. You know, I'd love to see what you guys do in the future. And uh, yeah, if there's anybody else out there, you know, that uh, wants to give us a shot to, to review the, the book, you yeah. know, uh, their book or whatever it is that they're doing, you know, Mark and I will be happy to, to check it out, uh, you know. And, uh, you know, it's also good that, you know, Jason reached out and threw us the whole, you know, I'm a dad too because yeah. we, we can that, – that element in and of itself – it carries weight, right? To know that you're, hey, you're raising yeah. another human being or human beings. And working on these things. And working on something that you're passionate about. Like, we can understand, like, if there's any little shortcoming or thing like that, like, yeah, but you know what? I, I, I get it, man. Yeah. Like, you're, it, things happen, so. And, and to highlight, you know, independent artists and authors and things like that, writers, you know, if, if you're a female that listens to this podcast. That's true. And you are an aspiring comic book writer, artist, whatever. Send us your work. I'm being, you know, obviously Charlie, he, you know, he 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 behoved in three boys, but <laughs> I'm a girl dad, and I support my daughter's ability to go out and do whatever she wants whenever she wants to do it. So if you're somebody that's trying to make it in this industry, and you know, you send us our work, obviously we'll still be honest with it because I'm honest with my daughter when she tries to do things that I'm like, ah, eh, you probably shouldn't do that. Um, but We'll never shit on your dreams. We'll never shit on your passions. If you send us something, if if it's art, we'll share it on our Instagram. Mm -hmm. We'll share it on our Twitter and our Facebook and our stuff like that, and get it out to our people. Um, we, you know, we reach on, on average a day. We're reaching a, a couple thousand people through Instagram. You know, looking at our analytics. So please send us your work. Send us the stuff that you're you're passionate about at the moment. And, uh, and we'll do our best to review it or give it a spotlight, you know, and do the things that we need to do. We want to help you guys out. Just like when we built our, 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 our group for our collectors, it was all about helping the local person out, helping, you know, the average Joe get the things they wanted for their collections at a reasonable price. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, we'll get out of the independent scene and kind of get into our, our, our big boys section of the, the, the week. Uh, I pulled a bunch of books this week from D.C. Um, I, I, I mentioned Undiscovered Country Number 7 came out. I'm currently reading the Collected Edition, which came out two weeks prior. Um, to, to get caught up, and, you know, like I just highlighted, I'm not a big Scott Snyder guy. I think that there's parts of his Batman run that have been really good and parts of it that have been really bad. But I do like Undiscovered Country from what I've read in the first two issues. Um, this week, though, I pulled Batman 96, Justice League 50, uh, Strange Adventures number four. I was supposed to pull Dark Knight's Death Metal 
Legends of the Dark Knights number one, but apparently I didn't get that this week. Looking back at you know what I had in my box, um, Deceased Dead Planet number two and Batman: The Adventure Continues number three. Um, I pulled so it was kind of a light week. Obviously, ninety six continues Joker War number two, mm-hmm. and then obviously we, we've dissected uh, Deceased Dead Planet number one. So we're going to highlight those two for our, our our DC dissect for the week. Um, Batman 96. Um, like I said, James um, and Jorge are doing a tremendous job. Um, they keep introducing new characters. They keep introducing um, new, you know, new parts to the universe. Um, the first couple pages are, is the utopian Gotham that I guess Bruce has dreamed about existing where, you know, Batman hasn't, hasn't been needed for almost 30 days and, he takes out Mr. Freeze in, you know, 10, 10 minutes, basically, and he's wearing that shiny bat suit that they teased at the end of 95, and I don't mind it. I guess it's, it's like the new hope Batman. I like the suit. I, and, you know, like, it looks I, good in action. Obviously, you know, like I did a quick read of, of the book, so um, I, I want to go back and revisit this just because, you know, like um, I am interested in the story. It's just... I didn't have a lot of time to commit this week, right? But, yeah. Um, you know, you and I talked about it briefly before coming on the air. Uh, so Harley Quinn, you yeah. know, being, being back. Yeah, I, I didn't expect him to kill her off. Um, it's interesting that she's got her voice because I almost thought she could have played on, like, the clown aspect of it and made her, like, a mime, essentially. <laughs> but you can't not have... Harley talk. Harley's dialogue is, is is what she's known for. Um, like I said, I thought it, it, they didn't they didn't really get into like how she came to having Batman, right? Like he, I guess they blew up. He, the, the Joker shoots up Wayne Tower. Batman falls in the rubble or something along those lines, and Harley Quinn picks up the pieces essentially. Um, He's still hallucinating from the, the toxin, I guess the new strain of toxin that Joker's using, um, that Punchline caught him with while he was in his bunker. But, um, I, like I said, James and Emma, are, they're, they're, they're webbing a, a pretty fascinating story as far as, you know, the, the, the lengths or the depths that Joker is sinking to this go-around are much darker than normal. Um, obviously, you get, the, you, you, you get your, your bat fight fix he you know he bashes the skulls in of a couple of the bad guys um they introduced i don't want to misquote the name of which one are you thinking of so there's a there's a new character i want to say his name is joker killer but i don't think that's true give me one you're talking about the the kid with the mohawk yeah the kid with the mohawk um Clown Hunter. There you go. Yeah. Um, they introduced Clown Hunter. Um, I, I don't know what that's going to end up being. I don't know if, like, it's, you know, is that somebody that Batman takes under his wing? Is that somebody that ends up becoming a foil for Batman in this? I, I don't I don't know. But um, cool character design. Like I said, once again, I mean, you, you, you introduce Punchline. You're introducing Clown Killer. you like, you're, you're, you're you're introducing new new lineage into the line, which I think is necessary every so often, you know, pumping some new stuff. Um, that bat is cool. <laughs> the bat bat. 
that he uses is so it's uh he's got a oh, baseball yeah. bat with, with the, the batarang. Yeah, with the batarang. So it's essentially yeah. for for those of you that haven't read it and you want to picture, you know, you want to kind of visualize it, uh, it's a baseball bat that uh, has a batarang through the top of it that essentially makes it like a pickaxe. Yes. Uh, baseball bat. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, I mean, I, I for me, Batman continues to be a must read. Um, it's, it's the book that I, I consistently am most interested in every week as it's coming out because of the Joker war stuff. Um, as far as the ending you know, of this issue, if you haven't read it, um, Batman goes to the, you know, Harley basically shows Batman while he's recovering a, a commercial that Joker's paying to be run on every TV station in Gotham in the, in the metropolitan area, basically advertising that the mask of Zorro, which is the movie playing on the night that Bruce's parents were murdered, um, it's going to be playing citywide at every theater, and he purchased the Monarch in 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 particular, which is the theater in which Batman's parents and him went to see. Crime Alley's right next to it. Blah blah blah. Um, so Batman ends up, you know, prematurely rushing in. He's not making a lot of calculated decisions right now. Um, he's just trying to fight back whenever he can fight back. He thinks that the Joker's going to be at the Monarch, so he takes that opportunity to try and go over there. Lo and behold, gets there, Joker's on the screen, blah, 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 blah. There's a bunch of rotten corpses um, sitting in the seats. It's a packed, a full house, according to what Joker says. Um, He explains to Batman that all the corpses in there are the victims, people that he's killed over the time that him and Batman have been going at it with one another. And basically, you know, saying these are the victims of your failure to Batman. Um, and then they end up being becoming reanimated some way, shape, or form, and they have Joker toxin, the new toxin pouring out of them. And th- and that's yeah, that's what I was gonna really say. Is it looks like the new toxin has some way of bringing life into. I would almost wonder if if it, it has a Lazarus pit, like put you know pulled some water from the Lazarus yeah, pit and uses it because he purchased Ace Chemicals this ep- this issue and. Like you said, they're 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 diving in. They're 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 pulling all the punches this go around, which is really cool. It, it, this is a Joker story like they've never told in the context of him being the foil to Batman. Most of the time, it's hey, this is a funny you know this is a funny couple issue one liner kind of deal. But this is you know no pun intended. This is a punchline you know arc. Right. You know, so at the end of this, I don't know when the next time we see the Joker is because um, I think I think you might finally get the chance to see that that climax to that that relationship yeah i i don't know um i feel like i don't know i i kind of think you you're we're gonna see her hang around uh if, if, are you talking about punchline no i'm talking uh, about joker oh you're talking about joker. i'm just talking about oh. joker in general i think punchlines punchlines a, a mainstay now okay i think she i think she's around for the for the inevitable future Okay. I could see her taking a back seat, maybe being featured in like a Suicide Squad issue or like a Harley Quinn runoff or something along those lines. But my point, I mean, I'm trying to get at is, I think James is headed towards a Dark Knight Returns ending, okay. where ultimately Batman has to make the choice. And if he if he doesn't, all the things that Joker's reminding him of at this moment come the reality but i'm just you, thinking from, from like for, from a from a rebirth standpoint right like how how much longer do we have with rebirth being the continuity yeah the continuity it's got to be for a while i, so, I, I don't think it, you're gonna rock the boat too much but but if you get rid of a joker you know i mean yeah batman has a whole slew this, yeah a whole bunch of of uh you know rogues, rogues gallery to yeah. deal with but 
I don't know. I, I feel like Joker is the the tried and true, just like he, we talked about. He in the is, spotlight. but when we talked about it in the spotlight, but he's not a character that's been heavily relied on. So Batman's been a success in spite of Joker, print wise. Sure. You know, although the most impactful stories can be related back to Joker, I I think you know, like I said, I, I highlighted, you know what issue one or it maybe maybe last issue i i highlighted that i james is one of my favorite batman writers right i i thoroughly enjoyed victim syndicate in detective comics so i would almost say hey you know after this whole joker war thing there's going to be more victims so the victim syndicate has the ability to grow or mature or whatever and maybe bring that back into story i don't know how well it's sold for for dc maybe that might not might not allow them but like i said we could also be moving towards a, a more vigilante style back to the basics batman run from james post joker war where batman's he is the bad guy like the, the cops are looking for him you know, Wayne's a fugitive on the run because he no longer has his money. He no longer has his ability to, to, to kind of get away with the stuff that he was doing originally. I don't know. But I like the direction we're going in because yeah. I don't know. Right. I don't need to know what the next step is. Yeah, I, I And think- I know a lot of you that listen, that, that read comics, are, oh, you just read previews. You can kind of get an idea. I don't need the spoilers. Yeah, right. Like when I buy mystery boxes, I don't look at the shit online before it comes to me because I, I bought it because I'm, I want to be surprised what I'm getting in the box. All right. So don't, you know, comment on our shit. Oh, well, in six months, Batman's going to be, you know, fighting Poison Ivy. I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Don't tell me. I don't want to know. Um, all right. So uh, Batman 97 comes out in two weeks. Two weeks. So we'll, I guess we'll jump into that. Yeah, well, like I said, we're going to keep dissecting this as it comes out. For me, it's, it's if you haven't realized it yet, Batman is the end-all, be-all for me. So when Batman's a hot book, we're going to dissect Batman until it's not worthy to be dissected anymore. And I'm honest with that. If it's not worthy of it, I'm not going to talk about it because it'll piss me off. <laughs> um, All right. We're going to move on. Uh, DC Dead Planet number two. Uh, Tom Taylor, major announcement this past week, or two weeks, within his last two weeks, uh, Injustice Zero Year. Yeah. Huge, huge news. I'm a big fan of the Injustice universe. I love the print run. I've honestly, I mean, I'm a little junior to my, my partner over here, but I, I never really got into the games. My nephews love the games. Yeah. Um, and I've been told, oh, you you got to play the story mode. It, it's fantastic. Every character you play with, the story's different, this and the third, blah, blah, blah. I can tell you this. I read, I think, the first, like, four or five seasons of Injustice, mm-hmm. like the book. Like, I, I think we're up to, like, season seven or some some oh. sh- shit. I, as far as, like... Year, five, or year seven? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but my thing is, is I, I read up to, like, four or five, like, straight. Like, I just went on a tear. I was like, man, I can't get enough of these. And I was ordering them. Like, that's how dedicated to the calls I was. Like, I wasn't just, like, picking up... I was, like, going... Like, I finished one, I ordered one. Finished one, I ordered one. Um, I love it. I love the idea of a dystopian universe where Superman basically says, no, enough is enough. This is the law, blah, blah, blah. And then heroes going back and forth. Like, this is the closest DC's gotten to a civil war. Yeah, I I loved Injustice. Uh, I read it all the way up consistently. I read it all the way up until, I think it was year four. When did they introduce the gods? Um, I want to say... Was that three or four? No, because three was three was 
the Green Lantern one, right. wasn't it? So maybe four, maybe five, whatever. Yeah, it's whenever when it, it's whenever they got introduced, and I was like, okay, I mean, I I understand the story that you're trying to tell. It's yeah. just not a story that I'm I'm, I'm interested thoroughly in. interested in. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I love the injustice stuff. So zero year. It has my interest, right? Yeah, like I'm, I'm going to check it out. And so JSA is huge. I mean, for me, I, in the last year or so, I went through a massive JSA run of like buying the graphic novels, buying the, you know, watching the the, the animated stuff. Anything that involved them, I was all in on. I love Jay Garrick. I love you know, Star Girl. I love Star Man. I, I like that whole group. It, it, there's just something hearkening back to the old school that I, I really do appreciate. Mm -hmm. um, um, but like I said, I think, you know, the highlighting of JSA versus Justice League and figuring, like, I'm interested in seeing what the fight's over. Yeah, I mean, know? that would be, uh, and, 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 you know, yeah, who's going to be the, who's going to be the antagonist and the protagonist, yeah. right? Um, like I said, so... Obviously, Tom. That's that's big news for Tom Taylor in, in DC in uh, continuing that series. Um, Deceased Dead Planet Two came out this week. Um, it's continuing right off where Deceased usually leaves off, at, and that's at a high point. I mean, I think this this second issue really continues to push the story forward. Um, there's a lot of compelling relationships being discovered and explored, and things like that. Um, they they drop the bomb that. You know, uh, Damian Wayne. You lose, kind of lose one relationship with Green Arrow and and Canary, or sort of Green Canary, whatever you want to call her. Right. <laughs> um, you know, you you sort of lose that relationship. Um, she brings him back to, you know, protect the, the protect the portion of Gotham. Um, but then you get a new relationship in Donna Troy and Damien. Yeah. That was something I didn't expect to see. I, I, it wasn't even on my radar. But it makes sense. I mean, if you're spending all this time together, somebody's going to develop feelings. I honestly thought it was going to be John and Troy and Donna. But, it, I mean, I guess John's not focused on, you know, love at this point. He's focused on being the savior that, you know, his dad would want him to be. Um, obviously, John was, you know, hurt pretty bad by, by Wonder Woman in the previous issue. Um, so you don't get a lot of development there other than that he's getting he's going to get the help that he needs to get, essentially. Um, they bring Green Arrow back to the... Protected Gotham. Yeah, the Protected Gotham, and they basically kick Canary out. They're like, sorry, like we haven't had the anti-life equation in this portion of the city in years. We're not going to start today. Right. So she goes out on her own. Um, Cyborg shares the news that there's a cure, but it's within inside of him. And Harley makes a joke of like, "Oh, well, I hope it's in the head portion, kind of right. portion of because yeah, obviously he's a, just a the severed head at this at this point in the story." Um, but the big portion of the story isn't obviously that that that's just you know kind of wrapping up, not really wrapping up, but continuing the story from the last issue. Um, starts off with Arsenal, who apparently is still alive. I'm assuming, like I said, I haven't gotten to the Unkillables spinoff yet. I have them sitting in my box to be read. Um, I'll eventually get around to it at work. Um, but obviously Red Hood, um, John Constantine, Zatanna, Blue Demon, um, Rose, like all these characters, um, or Ravager, sorry. Yeah. Hey, man, if there's Ravager in the story, yeah. I, I, you've got me hooked. So I like Deathstroke. Yeah. So all those characters are still alive. Um, Arsenal is protecting some people. And like I said, I don't know. 
we'd have to look it up. I think it's Starfire that's a zombie. I don't know, but uh, they fucking she cooks Arsenal basically in front of this little girl. God, you know, God help this little girl. At least Ar- I mean, Arsenal's doing the right thing. He's trying to protect a bunch of citizens. You know, he went out as a hero, which is is, is always a good good death in comics. Uh, not even 20 seconds after he gets lit up like a fucking Christmas tree, though Constantine and the rest of the crew, the, the basically Justice League Dark, arrives. Um, they start trying to transport people to safety like they've been doing throughout the series. Um, and when they, you know, they get there, Swamp Thing arrives um, towards the end. And, you know, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the comic right now. I can't figure out who that, that could be. It's it's some green blast. But I'm like, that could be some lantern. That could be Starfire. It's, I, I, my, th- my thought is either Starfire, and then there's that one. It's like Ice and Fire. They were like sisters. Right. They they were in the, the Brave and Bold series what, um, on TV. But back to what yeah. I was, you know. Sorry. So Swamp Thing, you know, appears is having some dialogue with Constantine. Constantine's like, uh, Swampy, if you haven't realized, I'm, I'm a little busy with the undead here. And Swamp Thing in one move just whoo, takes out the entire lot of zombies by impaling them with, uh, you know, you know, spikes from the ground. And then Constantine makes a joke. Well, you could just let with that. Uh, but Const- John, uh, Swamp Thing is trying to get en- enlist John Constantine's help with his, you know, bearing men and women, um, Trying to get them to help him save the la- one of the last two gardens on Earth, poison ivies being one, which is obviously well protected, and then the second being um, some swamp down south or some garden down south. Right. Um, they trans they they basically they teleport down there because John says, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll swing by, we'll help you. Um, they get there, they sense that there's some 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 evil in this this bunker. But they realize that there's also some innocence in there, and they need to, they want to save these people and get them to safety, kind of thing. It's surrounded by a mode of blood, apparently, with some fire and so forth. Well, apparently, as they're you know floating over the the, the undead, um, that <laughs> uh, Detective Chimp concludes that it's not a mote of blood. It's actually a zombified plastic man. And by the time they realize it, it's too late, and he goes full-fledged crazy guy and, or zombie and, you know, starts impaling everybody. You know, he, he – I think he, he, he's tearing Swamp Thing apart. He impales uh, – as Zatanna tries to cast a spell, he, he impales her through the throat, and then, you know, Blue Demon being completely impenetrable via skin – the moment he opens up his mouth, he goes through his mouth and explodes his eyes and so forth. And then, you know, your big splash panel at the end, cliffhanger, is Constantine basically falling into the mouth of Plastic Man. Right. And with, with these ominous figures staring in the background. So clearly somebody's enlisted the help of Plastic Man somehow, I don't know, but to basically, you know, keep their, their bunker protected. I'm going to say it's Lex Luthor. Uh, I mean, I, I I could see. Well, Lex is a survivor, as he's proven to be in in any of the stories where uh, the whole. I don't world, think he di- I don't think he died in the original run, did he? Uh, I don't think so. No, uh, but he yeah he finds a way to to stay alive. Um, I'm not sure, but then you know, with with Plastic Man and his his state right now, I'm. How do you? How do you control a zombie? A I don't zombie, know. Right, maybe maybe he's just looking for an opening to get into the building or something. I don't know. 
Uh, like I said, Tom Taylor and and those guys are doing a tremendous job. Yeah. Dead Planet's just as good as the original Deceased. Um, they actually have a a digital first book coming out. Um, uh, literally just saw it in one of the splash panels for an advertisement. Um, I don't know Deceased. Like I said, it's it's getting it's it's getting a digital first. Um, you can read a new D, uh, it's deceased hope. Hope at World's End, uh, alternate world DC comic story, whatever, blah 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 blah. Uh, new series will span fourteen chapters, released digitally twice a month, uh, so you get seven months of it. It's written by Tom Taylor, um, host of artists. Um, Story for the new, it's set during the time jump. So that period of time between Deceased 5 and Dead Planet 1, you're exploring that, and it's the digital first. It is going to come to print at some point. All these DC digital first ones have um, come to print. Uh, it doesn't say from what I'm reading here. Yeah, it doesn't say. It's been It's been running since May, actually. Okay. So it, it's been, I mean, it's probably... At this point, May, June, July, so we're three months in. Yeah. Um, I have to, sh- to give that a shot. I have to find that, uh, find out where I can grab that at and, and start reading into it. But like I said, Dead Planet, great. Continue to buy. Batman 96, continue to buy. Um, other stuff we pull, like I said this week, Justice League 50. Um, I'm pulling Strange Adventures. Um, it's the only Tom King book going on right now, um, and he obviously he's he's – He's full, full on, full fledged into the New Gods um, set of DC characters. He's writing the New Gods script for, I'm assuming, the movie or TV show or whatever route they go with that. Um, so I like Tom. Like I said, I'll continue to support his work as long as he's he's putting out good good content. And like I said, just like I'm a big JSA guy, I, I fell into the New Gods uh, trove over the last year, and, and I've really liked those stories as well. Um, what else came out this week? So we got those are the big ones, I think. Yeah, I mean, there's those are our big ones. Like I said, a lot, lot to pull um, for me over the next couple weeks. Um, oh yeah, Dark Knights. Um, yeah, the, the, yeah. Like I said, I I didn't get the book in my box. Right. I guess I, I didn't sign up for the, the spinoffs. Uh, that's my bad. Uh, we'll talk about. We'll talk about the spinoff uh, a little bit more next record, uh, you know, next uh, hot off the press issue um, because obviously the n- next week we get the number three for Dark Knight Metals, which I am reading as soon as it comes out. Um, as far as next week's releases go, we have for DC, uh, we have Detective Comics uh, 1025, uh, which is a- a- another Joker War intro, you know, it's going to have some, it says, you know, Tales from the Joker War, Attack on Wayne Enterprises. So I'm assuming we're going to get, you know, some backstory on him over, taking over the company. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flash 759, uh, Wonder Woman 760. So if you haven't been reading Wonder Woman, obviously with the movie and everything and all the hype surrounding that at the moment, um, DC recently switched up authors or writers on the, on the series. And apparently the new writer's great. So I picked up uh, the last issue. I'm going to start reading that. Um, 
again, I, I had it at the beginning of Rebirth, and it got, I, I got so far behind it that I just abandoned it. But according to people that I, that I know that are reading it, they, have, they said it hasn't been really that good this whole time. They said her, her Black Label book's been pretty good, though. Um, but I, like I said, I haven't kept up with it. Uh, we're, we're getting Superman number 24. Bendis continues his run. Uh, I've enjoyed Michael Bendis, or, uh, yeah, Michael Bendis on um, Superman, so obviously pulling that. Justice League Odyssey 23 is continuing. Odyssey's continuing with number 23. Un- most underrated book they have going. You're getting New God stuff. You're getting Green Lantern stuff. You're getting Cy- like You're getting all, all, all the kit and caboodle that you're not getting with all the other stories in, in, in the DC universe. Um, you know, you know, Charlie will get a book in his box, uh, Green Lantern season two, number six, mm-hmm. um, Batman grave number nine, uh, and Batman, and the outsiders, number 15, another very underrated, very under like appreciated story right now for Batman, black lightning, Batman, all that stuff. I think, yeah. So, so they're still doing the Ra's al Ghul story, which is, which is good. I think it highlights in all the characters that they have for that. Um, as far as image goes, um, nothing I'm going to pull for image. And then obviously I'm not pulling anything from Marvel because I just think they're, they're garbage. Sorry. If you, if you love, <laughs> Mar- hey, like I said, if you like Marvel and you think there's a book that I'm, I'm sleeping on or I'm not reading or we're not reading or we're not discussing it, we need to be discussing Send it to us. Yeah. Tell, tell us what we need to read Marvel-wise. We will read it. We're, we are equal opportunists over here. We will give everybody a fair shot. But I'm letting you know, if it's not good, I'm going to trash it. I'm going to absolutely trash it on here. The last, the last Marvel book that I think I ha- had that I, was, that I was pulling regularly was X-Men Gold. And I got through the first year. The, the last one that I was pulling regularly was a Spider, the J.J. Abrams Spider-Man book. And I got, I, I got all the issues... I got all the issues, and then it just stopped coming. Like, he, it just stopped being produced. I don't know if Abrams just got too busy because he's J.J. fucking Abrams, and I don't know who at Marvel thought that was a good idea to give him a comic book. Right. Or maybe he just wanted the comic book. Um, I also was the life story, Spider-Man. That was a great book. It was like an anthology. Like, each issue was like a different era of Spider-Man. Love that. That was great. Haven't had anything since. Um, but uh, as far as, like I said, as far as comics goes, that kind of sums up what we're, what we're dealing with, what we're doing on our end of things. Like I said, there's a lot going on DC-wise. I don't really know what's going on in the Marvel Universe. But please, if you listen to this episode and you see us post about, you know, polls or this or that, I mean, we, we, we're pretty consistent on our social medias with sharing what we're getting or what we're reading or what we're reviewing. Comment. Say, hey, go grab this book or, hey, give this book a shot. Give it, a, give it a read, or hey, this collected edition's coming out this week of this Marvel run. Give that a shot. I, I have no problem sitting down reading, you know, six or seven issues and, and being like, oh yeah, that was a good series, that was a good run. Um, but like well, I said, I don't know if, if you know, my, my I hate to say, it's my comic shock knows not to give me the recommendation. Right. They, yeah. Well, like uh, you, if, yeah, if you're following us on social media, like you'll see us post stuff. Like I'll post Marvel Legends figures yes. on the regular, right? Because I do enjoy stuff from Marvel. Yeah. Um, but like the the current ones that are getting ready to come out, like is uh is Rogue and Pyro, and it's their older versions. I mean, I guess they they, they could be reusing the the versions of those suits now. But when I see those suits, I think of a of a different time. Um, so it's not like I'm anti Marvel. 
I like Marvel. Well, yeah. more specifically, I like the X Men. Uh, I yeah. like Venom too. Uh, I yeah. like I like the, and then I like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yes. But as far as comics go, they just they don't have me drawn. Yeah, they're not they're not they're not putting their gumption in the comics or print right now. Whatever they make their money either way. Disney's a fucking conglomerate. Right. Um. So, uh, I mean, I think that's about it. Yeah, I think that wraps up that wraps up our hot off the press. Like you said, new format, new change to how we're gonna do things. Uh, if you don't like comics, today wasn't your issue. If you're here for wrestling Wednesday, we're gonna West, wrestling is 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 bigger on any is it bigger on any day of the week than wrestling than Wednesdays right now. Right. So we're, we'll drop our Wednesday preview review thing, you know, on Wednesdays. And then Friday, we're just going to do around the multiverse. We'll talk a little bit about things going on in our lives, a little bit about TV entertainment, you know, movies, video games, toys, whatever, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up the week pretty, pretty solid with that. Obviously this issue was an hour long. We're going to try and keep it about an hour long per issue. Um, we hope you enjoyed everything you heard today. If there's some questions, if you have different input or what, find us on social media. All right. Um, like and subscribe to the podcast because this is your week. This is going to be your biweekly dose of comics. Um, and, and I'm sorry if it's, if it's very DC heavy. We're DC guys. Um, but like I said, give us, give us recommendations. Yeah. We're, we're open to all, all, all paths of, of, of uh, of print in the, on this podcast. Yeah. And you can hit us up, uh, on Twitter at DGI podcast. Uh, Instagram, uh, is, uh, dad's got issues podcast. And, uh, then you, we have the Facebook group and page, uh, that yeah. you can find us on by just searching dad's got issues podcast. Yeah. And obviously follow the hashtag DGI podcast. Yeah. Um, th- on all forms of social media, that's an easy way to interact with us. If you tag DGI podcast, we follow that. So if you're tagging that or if in, Tag us in your photos, you and your kids, you and your family. Like, we love that shit. Tag your local comic shops. Mm-hmm. We did, you know, I did a comic shop shout out for, for Collector's Corner in Parkville where I get my box at. If you're in the Parkville, but greater Baltimore area, go to Collector's Corner. Tremendous shop. If you're in um, Shrewsbury, right? Yeah. PA, go to Comic Closets where Charlie gets his. We're, we're going to do a comic shop shout out for them next week. Understand, you know, tag your stores. You don't know what part of the country we're going to be in at some point. I'm always looking for stores. You know, when I was up in PA, up, you know, um, on vacation, at, you know, on vacation at the Poconos, I went to f- three different comic book stores. Yeah. And trust me, I, I would go back to comics on a green in a heartbeat. The guy had a tremendous selection. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like us to take a shot on, shoot us a message on Twitter, IG, or reach out to us via email, just like Jason did. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't talk about parallel if he doesn't reach out and put himself out there on the limb. Um, we said a lot of good things. We, we, we gave our critiques of it. We're going to be honest. That's what we do here. Yeah. Um, so if you don't have anything else, which do you have anything else? Nope. All right. Then uh, we're going to call this. Uh, we're going to wrap this one up. And uh, don't forget to turn, tune in on Tuesday and Friday for more issues. You don't have anything. So uh, hit our music. Hit our music.